0: And I remember from my tournament experience, it was, uh, it was certainly a case of, I'm really scared right now. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'd be like, Dave, Epic Failure Dave was, uh, was my battle mod. And, uh, I'd be like, Dave, what items do I need to get on this map again? And he's like, oh, Trent, you need to get this, this, and this. Okay. Does this count? Well, is that a blah? No. Okay. Then that doesn't count. All right. Or I'll be like, (laughs) I'll kill a scab (laughs) and I'm like, cool. And I'll start picking up stuff. And he's like, why are you picking that up? I'm like, oh, well, you know, it it could be, he's like, but it's not on the list. I'm like, all right, don't worry about it. Let's move on. So.
1: StarDucks, a podcast for content creators to share their experiences and stories. And today I have Trent AU. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Excellent. So first of all, let me say, uh, you know, congratulations. It's like seven months late, maybe, or eight months late for the the birth of your baby.
0: Thank you. Yeah, he's uh, he's six and a half months now, Chase. So he's um, keeping us very busy. Uh, New chapter of our lives. um, And it's... uh, Yeah, it's changed changed everything we knew about uh, living life. I suppose.
1: Absolutely. Now this is your chase. Is your first? He is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Scariest moment when you get in that car, you look behind. It's like, oh my god, there's no instruction manual. Now what? You know, it's like, holy crap.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's look for the most part, he's we've been so lucky with him. He's uh, he only gets fussy when he's like tired and you can tell he rubs his eyes or yeah. he's hungry and yep. like everything just works to clockwork so um we've been really really lucky I, i've heard horror stories from friends that have had kids and they're like yeah look you know it's just sometimes they just cry all night that <laughs> will put him to bed at like seven o'clock and he'll sleep until morning you know 90 percent of the time so oh, we're uh, we're absolutely blessed with that
1: <laughs> excellent now is he crawling right now
0: not yet. Not okay. yet. No, no, no. We're we're rolling over. We're we're learning how to sit up. Um uh yeah, just but it's it's just going so fast. Like you'll blink yes. and you know a couple of weeks have passed and now he's doing something completely different, you know? Yep. Um so it's uh yeah, it's an amazing experience. Excellent.
1: All right. So, what we normally do when we get started, we ask uh go three rapid questions just to get the juices flowing. So, are you ready? Cool. All right. Yes. Let's so, go. Best Christmas gift ever?
0: Oh, uh. I mean, it's got to, It's probably going to go back to like early when I was a kid, um, like video game consoles. Any yep. Christmas that there was a video game console involved, um, I think, yeah, definitely that, right. would, that would be the go.
1: Okay. Last movie you saw?
0: Uh, last movie I saw was. Oh, shit. I don't even know, man. That's so <laughs> hard. Uh, I think. I think I watched *Weathering* with you, which was an anime. Okay, all right. And then, favorite meal of the day. Uh, look, I'm, I'm a big fan of a uh, like a, a Japanese katsu uh, curry don sort of deal. So oh, I make a mean one at home. So it's like a breaded chicken, all that. Like I try and do it like once a week. It's not terribly good for you. It does have vegetables in there, but yeah. it can't be good for you if it tastes that good. So
1: no, probably not. <laughs> all right so um what is your background where do you come from
0: so um melbourne born and raised here in australia uh i'm a long history of so I, I grew up like sort of working in uh retail and things like that and um you know little odd jobs like i sold uh i sold tiles at one stage like that yeah. was my first job I, I left school and dad said listen I don't mind if you're leaving school before you know school's actually finished, but yeah. um, it's Thursday now. You've you've exited school. That's fine. Um, you need a job by Monday morning, or uh, or you're out of the house. And oh. uh, and he's not a he's not an arsehole or anything like that. He's yeah. a he's a lovely lovely man. I love my dad. Um, and he just you know was just trying to get me going in the world. You know, don't yeah. be sitting around doing nothing. So I did that. I built tennis courts for a while. Oh. Uh, I moved. I moved to remote Western Australia, so pretty well like smack bang in the middle of Australia out there in the desert and ran a grocery store in an Aboriginal community of like 120 people. Um, (laughs) So that was pretty wild. Um, And then finally got back to like came back to Melbourne um, and started working in IT, which has just been a passion of mine, like my whole life Um, and sort of started going to uni. Um, and thought, right, that's it. Let's get serious. Let's go to uni, let's learn it. Um, uni lasted about 12 months. Uh, yeah. Cause at the same time I'd landed a job that was like a starting tech support position. And I was paying something like $12,000 a year to go to uni. And they're like, oh this is a computer and this is a hard drive. And this is, and I'm like, hang on, no. And like at, at work in my job, like I'm working on servers. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'll learn more on the job. Um, so nowadays I'm a system administrator for a web development company. I, you know, I, I look after 45 staff members. We've got heaps of clients, Australia wide building massive, uh, you know, uh, bits of software and, and websites yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. So uh, I'm doing what I wanted to do in the end. Um, well, that's and that's, that's all you that's prof- for. That's it. And that's the yeah. professional side of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've been an avid gamer my whole life. Right. Yeah. Um, so growing up, uh, my family owned a video game store, so oh, no way. Yeah, so and it, it was it's it, you sort of think, oh Trent, you would have had like all the games and stuff growing yeah. up, and it's it was a it was a blessing and a curse. Um, the blessing was all the new stuff all the time, amazing. Yeah. The curse was all the new stuff all the time. You never actually finished anything. I got like, it took me to get to it. Like I'm 32 in uh, the end of this month. Yeah. Um, it took me to age 25 to actually finish uh, Mario 64 for oh, the first time, Lord. like to actually get to the end of the game. Yeah. And it's a brilliant game. I realized at age 25 after having just played <laughs> like a bit of it and then moving on and then just, you know, so um, yeah, just been an, an avid game in my whole life um and really only got into the pc scene probably like three and three and a bit years ago now um built built a new pc i wanted something like for work and all of that and had a bit of money so i I built this massive pc and caught up with my friends i'm like listen so what's uh what's the game to play right now like i've got this beast of a pc back in the day it used to be crisis if your pc would run crisis you're the beast and uh, and I spoke to a few of my mates and they said, listen, the game right now is PUBG. If your PC can play PUBG, you got a beast. I said, what, is it really like, is it really graphically advanced and all that sort of stuff? They're like, no, the coding's dog shit. It's very bad. <laughs> um, so if you can get more than like 50 frames a second, you've got a good PC. Um and i did and and i played that like solidly for for two and a bit years um yeah. started streaming playing that and and all that sort of stuff and uh and then in the end sort of got a bit bored with it and yeah. i wanted something new i needed a challenge right um yeah. and found tarkov and i have just not put that down since yeah. like i'm i think 4000 hours in uh what's that two and a half years oh, so crap. it's it's a fair few hours
1: yeah i'm 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 there with you that game has uh you know (laughs) something else but like in the so in the early days like since you've had that video game store what are some of the you know games that stuck out over the years
0: um i didn't play a lot of fps games early right like i mean halo for example would probably be the first real fps game that like of course, you played the campaign and that was fun, but yeah. like, it sort of transformed FPS gaming for me where suddenly you're taking the Xbox out of the living room and you're putting it in a backpack and you're grabbing the controllers yeah. and all the leads and you're grabbing a network cable. And then you've got that small CRT TV that you could carry up to your friend's house <laughs> up the road so that you could spend the afternoon plugging it all in um, so that you could sit on opposite sides of the room <laughs> and have four of your buddies around a tiny CRT TV while four of his buddies were on the other side of the room. Yeah. Um, like, that kind of multiplayer gaming sort of really changed it for me. Like, that yeah. was that was it. Like, I, I fell in love with FPS games from there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, things like Knights of the Old Republic, for example, that was a yeah. huge one for me. Loved mm-hmm. that. Um, loved a few of the RPG sort of games. But, um, yeah, like, I'm FPS through and through these days. Yeah. So. Oh, very cool!
1: So now, I saw that your PUBG partnered. What does that mean? Yes. Uh,
0: so PUBG Partner is, uh, as a content creator, it's something you can apply for, and if they like your content and you, you're putting out okay. a lot of a lot of content, yeah. um, it's something they'll they'll give you, and it's like you know you you're a pub partner they'll they'll give you exclusive access to some you know information early on yeah. and and you know you get uh you're allowed to like restream lots of their um their major events you know like the global oh, okay. um sort of stuff so that's really cool um i don't play as much PUBG these days so like yeah. i'm probably on their list of partners they'll phase out at some stage um don't get me wrong i i still love it like i still yeah. love the game um but you know for everybody out there, like we all play Tarkov, like if we're not there at the start of wipe, uh, putting in the hours and in the middle of wipe. And I sort of get that little break when I'm like, I think wipes coming soon. Yeah. Let's get some PUBG in with the boys. Yeah. Uh, Cause I know in two weeks, that's it. It's just back to Tarkov and the grind has begun
1: yeah so now how did you find tarkov like what did you 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 just read about it because it's you know when it first came out or you know a couple years ago it's not on the mainstream on radars
0: no it's not and like i'd sort of i'd seen some probably like i think like sort of three or four years ago right like i think i'd seen some on twitch and and just went oh yeah what's this new game and i had a look and my first reaction was no, nah, I don't, this, this just looks terribly unpolished. I just, I don't know what's going on. And that was it. And I just went, you know what? It's not for me. And just moved mm-hmm. on. And it was like two and a half years ago, Um, a streamer that I watched critical who I knew from PUBG and and all yep. that sort of stuff. And he started playing it. And I just asked him, I'm like, what do you think of it? He goes, it's fun, man. It's really addictive. And I'm like, cool. Is it hard? And he goes, it's so hard. I'm like, right. That's my game then. That's what I want to play. I want something that... Like, I've got hours to play games. Um yeah. And I love something. I just love learning new stuff. And I love... Mm-hmm. Um, I Like, I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm like a CSGO god or anything like that when it comes yeah. to FPS games. But this had some of those other elements to it. Like, you don't have to be the best shooter. You don't have to hit yeah. headshots every time. In t- like, it helps. Don't get me wrong. It helps. Yeah. Um, but you can you can just have really good map knowledge and use that to your advantage. And there's so many other elements to it, right? So, and I just said, are you having fun? Are you enjoying it? And he'd been a bit burnt out on PUBG and stuff like that. And he's just like, I'm having so much fun. I'm like, right, that's it. So I bought the standard edition. Yeah. And I played, I think, a couple of scav raids offline. um, And I didn't really touch it. Like, I sort of just got my way around the menus and stuff like yeah. that. And I didn't really do any PMC raids. I just sort of just got used to the controls and all that sort of stuff. I think I shelved it for like a week. Um, went back and played some PUBG on stream and all that sort of stuff. And uh, and then it got to the point where I was like, cool, I still don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea. I think it's time to learn. Um, yeah. Like, let's let's jump in. Let's do PMC raids. So I reset my account again because um, you've got to wait like that week after you've yeah. done it. So I reset it and went, cool, day one, let's go. Hit the go live button, and that's it. And we're out there, and we're learning Tarkov. On stream. Um, on stream. and, on stream. Oh, and um, And I didn't really have any friends that, like, played it or anything like that. Yeah. So it was, like, it was fresh. And I still remember, like, there was one of the very early, early raids, and I was a much smaller streamer back then. Yeah. Um, Swapping games from PUBG, like, a lot of that For anyone, any content creator that's ever swapped... Swap game. Uh, they know the numbers dip. Yeah. And uh, it was late one night. I'd started the stream late anyway. And I'm playing and I'm on customs and I've killed like three, three dudes in dorms. And I'm like, this is, this is amazing. And, and I ran out the back and I'm like, look at my extracts. I'm like, cool. And uh, somebody in chat had said, Hey, you know, this is, this is like the, there's the vehicle extract just outside dorms. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wicked. And then they obviously went off somewhere. It's late at night and I'm sitting there and chat's very quiet which is all fine. So I'm, I'm sitting where the dorms extract is because I yeah. got the little map up and all that. Yeah. And, and the car wasn't there yet. And I'm like, oh, okay, car's not here. That's cool. There's still a bit of time in raids. So, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just chatting with a couple of the PUBG people out of chat. And, and we're just sitting there and we're watching the timer go down. And I'm like, look, I don't, I don't really know where these other extracts are. So I'm just going to stay here. And the timer's going down. And this guy came back. I think he was having dinner or something. Anyway, yeah. he's come back. And he's like, what are you doing there? I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for the car to get here. He goes, dude, if the car's not there, it's gone. Or it wasn't there to begin with. You yeah. need to run, dude. So I had about a minute 10 on the clock. Oh, and no. uh, and I'm sprinting. I got my little Timmy legs. I got a backpack yeah. full of shit that wasn't worth <laughs> anything. But I filled it up because I'm like, I'm just going to take all the stuff. I don't know what's yeah. what. And I'm running. And that's it. We MIA'd. And that was... Oh. Um, that was a that was a learning experience, but yeah, um, just an amazing an amazing raid. I still yep. remember it to this day, four thousand hours later, like thousands and thousands of raids later. Yep. Um, and that was it, and that was me learning Tarkov on stream. Yep. So, it's crazy. Uh,
1: <laughs> the The game punishes you for just you know simple mistakes, and but you know what you remember this encounter, like you said, four thousand hours of gaming, and you still remember these encounters and. That's the thing that this game does that no other game has done for me anyway.
0: Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned that, right? Like I've got this, I, it's been a bit hard, this wipe and last wipe, the daily task. I'd have a daily yeah. task that would pop up every now and then. That's like hand in 10 dog tags or something like that. Yeah. And I hate those tasks, man. And I, I keep dog tags And, and sort of put them in a separate container so that I know that they weren't my kills. I just picked them up off a body. I use those for the tasks, but through a wipe, I just buy dog tag case after case after case. And I just fill them up in like this chronological chronological order of all my kills. And it's funny, right? Like I get to the end of wipe and I always go through and I screenshot all of the cases there. Cause I'm like, these were all of my memories from this wipe. And yeah. every now and then you'll just see a name and you're like, you know what? I remember that fight. That was, that was three months ago. <laughs> and I still remember that guy. I don't know how long he was chasing me across the map yeah. for, but you know, we, we spent 20 minutes fighting each other and I yeah. got him in the end, you know? And it, and it's just they're their memories, right? Like, and that's yeah. why I keep them. Yeah. all of my mates are like just sell it like trade it for junk boxes or whatever like get the right. money for it and it's like no 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 don't you touch my memories man this is, this is precious it's
1: like harry potter you know this is uh it's <laughs> crazy yeah it's, it's funny yeah. my buddy is the same way with like you know i'm if i get the tag i don't care it's the kill i want but like we were on customs last night and he killed somebody over in in big red from across the river I'm gonna get his dog tag. Awesome. No, it run this our extracts this way. You're gonna go there <laughs> to get the tag. And yep, it's like it's just it's just funny how people, different things, different you know, nuances of the game people have uh, you know, I want my dog tag. And then you were saying you yeah. have yours in separate cases and yeah, it's 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 crazy.
0: Yeah, like I I'm the same. I've I've gotta have that dog tag. I gotta yeah. know exactly how many meters I shot them on. I gotta know exactly who they are. Yeah. And I mean I play on uh I play on O servers, right? Yeah. So we uh, we all people in OS play on the O servers because we got yeah. one server to select from. <laughs> so um and because there's not as many of us as well, like you will find you will run into a lot of people you know. Yeah. Or that you've met playing Tarkov and you've spoken to in the Discords or you've met in another like Oast person stream. Like you're yeah. very aware of each other. Uh, um and there's a lot of people out there. I just I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Um, yeah. but there's a lot of people you'd be like, oh man, I gotta message him after that. <laughs> or you look over a Discord and there's already a message there going, Where were you? Yeah. <laughs> like, where did you shoot me from? That like I didn't even hear. And it's like, yeah, yeah. man, I shot you from like across the river and it was amazing yeah so it's uh yeah no it's it's really cool but i gotta have my dog tags because memories and just yeah no it's i don't (laughs) know it's my thing in taco yeah i'll leave a hex grid and everything just give me my tag
1: (laughs) so now what was the hardest thing to learn playing this game
0: i think realistically like the hardest thing for me the gunplay fine like it's yeah. it's difficult versus some other fps games like it's got a lot of its own like little nuances that like are yeah. y- tarkov things right um uh, like recoil in it is a bit different like coming from yeah. PUBG, where it's you've really got to control the recoil into tarkov where as you level up there's that self uh, sort of adjusting you know yeah. or leveling recoil um the hardest thing for me man was like learning player spawns at the start of a map, like the most oh. punishing thing. You would you'd spend ages building your gun, you'd put it all together, you'd get your kit and chats telling you yep. okay, put this attachment on there and grab that from that <laughs> and you buy that from peacekeeper and no you need dollars for that, go and get dollars and and you've spent 15 minutes putting everything together. Yeah. And you load in and it takes 5 minutes to load in and you know or 10 minutes to load in if it's a busy night and you get in and you're like right Let's go. And you go in a direction and bam, you're dead off the mark, 30 seconds in a raid. You spent 15 minutes preparing for it. And what did you learn? Absolutely nothing. You didn't know where they were. (laughs) You don't know where they came from. Uh, Like, you don't know what you could have done better. You haven't even learned the extracts on the map because you didn't get to the other side of the map yet. Like that, for me, difficult. Very, very difficult to learn. And it's just something that you just have to look at some maps, learn where some of those player spawns right. are, and then just be ready on the get go. So yeah. Either, yeah, either I think that was probably down, the most.
1: Either hunker down or go off in a different direction, get your bearings, and yeah. But you're right. It is. It's to me. I think knowing those spawn points are so important.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's just it's a scary game, not so much these days. It can still yeah. be sometimes, but like. Starting off, Timmy just butt naked out into the world, fresh. Here you go, mate. Good luck. Slap him on his packer and, uh, and, and yeah, just nah, scary. Like, (laughs) and then to die within five or 10 seconds. Like, I think the first few, the first few, like, times I'd played, um, I just, I just would look at the map selection. I yeah. go, oh, okay, factory. Oh, factory is the easy map. It says in the game that it's the easy map, and it hasn't got many players. Fantastic. Uh, you know, load in glass hallway spawn, dead in three yeah. seconds, and you go, oh, okay, okay, um, cool. Let's let's really reflect on that. What could I have done better? Uh, nothing. Okay, excellent. <laughs> go again.
1: <laughs> Spend ten minutes getting kitted up, and you know, that's it. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. Oh, uh, but it's all God.
0: part of it, right? Yes. and it's um and I've loved every minute of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So now what like I call it, you know, I say you know when I describe this game to people I say it's a high pucker factor. You know, you're just, you know, you don't know where things are coming from, noises and you're just on edge the whole way through, but it's yeah, it's something special. So now, what was it that. got hooked? <laughs> what what was the thing about Tarkov that hooked you?
0: I think it's the it's just the way it rewards progression, right? Like, as I said, butt-naked Timmy into the world, you got nothing, level one, you got little Timmy legs, you can't hold a gun up for very long, and by the end of a wipe, you know, you're this giga-chat of a of a or a bear who's yeah. just got, like, money that I earned from, you know, the bodies that I murdered and, you know, like, you just you've done all these tasks, and it's just... There is a, like, I love doing the tasks and things like that. Like for me during a wipe, um, as a lot of people do, I'm sure, you know, it's just this, it's this measured progression that happens all the way through to wipe, yeah. all the way up to kappa. Um, yeah. And I'm sure there'll be more in the future, but you can, you can see where you started. You yeah. work your way through it. You see where the end point is. And it's just every day, there's something to do. There's something to get you better, um, you know, work towards that goal. And then you set your own goals. Mm-hmm. You do whatever else you want after that. Right. So um, f- for me, this wipe it was for the third wipe in a in a row. Um, being a new father, I haven't had as many hours to play, but I've still yeah. got you know on a lunch break or something like that. I can I can go and swap my crafts. Uh, but I was adamant that this wipe I was going to get max crafting. I finally yeah. did. Oh no! Um, it takes a lot of like a lot of A-bing, your crafts and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I. Uh, I don't know if it was that worth it yeah um i think the journey was more fun uh than actually getting max crafting i don't yeah. craft a lot of things these days okay. now but you know just setting your own goals like that i love it um yeah. but progression i love it's what's got me hooked and it's what will keep me here the whole time
1: So right. so what's your least favorite quest
0: um now i know usually answers for this are things like tarkov shooter and and all that sort of stuff like i they're, they're very common answers for this mm-hmm. um my least favorite quest at the moment, I think has been the capturing outposts oh, task. Oh, yeah. So that's the, that's the kills at Foundation. Uh, you need 15 kills there. You need yep. 15 kills at the med camp on Woods. Both of those are fine, by the way. I get those done every wipe. Here. It's the 15 kills down at the pier. Yeah. And I don't like any task that... I love tasks that take you out of your comfort zone yeah it's why i learned to love the Mosin and things like that shotguns learned to uh, love them because of the tasks i hate shotguns. um <laughs> but but a task that encourages you to just go i'm gonna go to pier and i'm just gonna sit at pier yeah and we're just gonna wait and eventually a guy will come down and i'll catch him by surprise with his pants down Yeah. And maybe that doesn't happen. Maybe I'll spend 30 minutes sitting here. And I play, I, I pretty well don't play, tar- I play Tarkov off stream yeah. uh, for scav runs, stash management. Yeah. Um. But I play all of my PMC raids as much as I can on stream. Right. And you'll be sitting yeah. there with chat and you'll be like, yep, I don't think anybody's coming guys.
1: Tumbleweeds
0: are going by.
1: Like, yeah. yeah.
0: <sighs> and it just, it kills me. So I think that's probably my most hated task. And yeah. just because it doesn't lend itself to, being an entertaining task right you could That's get it done maybe like by chance and yeah. i tell you what if it was if it was a task you got at level 10 or 15 mm-hmm. yes i think you would get it done by the end That's of white but idea. when you yeah. get it i don't want to sit up here for that long i get bored right. yeah. <laughs> absolutely now what's your favorite quest favorite quest uh tarkov shooter part eight so three PMC kills on woods oh, with a God. bolt action. You like um, torture?
1: Oh my God. that's I,
0: Yeah, no. So Tarkov shooter is actually one of the tasks I get done pretty early on every wipe. Um, yeah. I try and do it as soon as possible so that, you know, people are still running, you know, they're happily running class two, class mm-hmm. three armors. Maybe they got some class four about them. Um, but When Woods is busy, try and get that task done as soon as possible. Um, But I'm a Mosin man through and through. I think I spend probably anywhere from like up to level 35, maybe, just basically maining a Mosin. And it's, oh, excuse me, it's just a cheap gun. I don't need to mod it. I can just have a stack of them there, ready to go. Slam it on, off we go into the world. Um, PS ammo, so long as you've got some of that um and away you go like and even if you hit a chest shot you know class four under they're falling over so it's um it's good for that it's just it's very economical and it really it's a gun that's rewarding when you hit those amazing shots it's definitely a gun that sucks when he's got a buddy who's also got a ketta and they were really close
1: (laughs) that's true so now do you uh do you prefer solo versus a squad or do you prefer squad over Ooh.
0: solos? I like a mix. And I th- generally at the start of the wipe, I prefer solo. Yeah. Um, and I love doing tasks and stuff with friends, but there's always that you fall out of sync. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you, if you fail a task two times, you know, you're holding your buddies back because yeah. they're up to the next thing or you're ahead of them. And, you know, I, I kind of just like early wipe being able to just go and do my own thing at my own pace. Yeah. Um. which is smash through as much as I can as quick as possible. Every wipe I say, you know what, I'm going to sit back and smell the roses and yeah. then wipe happens and there's a 24 hour stream or something oh, like that God. where I'm just like, you know what? we're just getting everything done. We're going to go to shoreline and we're going to do seven quests in the one, in the one raid, you know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) So solo early on, but definitely later in wipe, like I love playing duos, um, you know, maybe trios. I've been doing a lot of four man stuff recently, but I've got a really tight group that, you know, we all sort of understand each other and we know our call outs and we'll happily split, you know, um, into duos and then take each side of the map. So you've really got to trust the people you play with to successfully play in squads. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and if I play solo, I can't accidentally team kill any of my buddies, yeah. which is a running joke and <laughs> as much as it's a joke, there is a little bit of seriousness about it. I definitely yeah. sometimes I just get caught in the moment and uh, you know, it's that um <laughs> it's that pucker pucker factor we were talking yes. about earlier. Yeah. Um you know, if if I'm in the moment and zoned in and and they're like I'm on the stairs and I'm like all right, I heard him, but I didn't listen. And they're like, I'm coming up the stairs now. And it's like, all right, I think yeah. I see him at the end of the hallway. <laughs> I thought I saw him. And they're like, yeah, that's me. I'm up here. And I'm like, yeah, I reckon he's about to peek out. I'm going to take a shot. Bam. And then they go, that was me. And they go, oh, I was listening too. Like, like I heard you, but I wasn't listening. Yeah. yeah it's happened once or twice. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you bring up <laughs> two,
1: two good points there. One is... This game shows how bad we are at communicating. You know, we think we're good, but it's like, oh, I'm over here, where there the bush, and it's like, next thing you know, <laughs> it's like you're like your team killing somebody.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's funny, right? Like, and I've definitely been caught out for that. If I'm if it's at the end of a stream, if I had a long day, like I've yeah. definitely been the guy that's will be on woods, and you know, one of my teammates would be like, oh, you know, where are you? And it's like, oh, I'm by the tree, and then. I don't really. I can't process better how to explain that right now. It's yeah. near a rock. There's a tree. There's a fallen log. Um, there's a bunch of grass. Uh, I, uh, uh, you know, and then of course <laughs> chaos just happens after yes. that. Yeah. Um. But it's one of those things, right? Like I, I've I've had a lot of feedback where people are like, you know, they really should split uh, solos and squads. Oh. And it's like, no, I don't. For two reasons. No. One. That's Tarkov, man. Like, there is exactly. no greater feeling than being solo and taking out a squad, right? Yeah. Um, that's just incredible. But also, like, squads have that nerf of. You, you'll run into some groups sometimes and they are on top of their game. Oh, They're yeah. all excellent players. Comms are just on point and mm-hmm. they'll slaughter the entire map. Yeah. But it's not always. That's a very rare, rare very rare thing to happen. And yeah. then you'll get like you know your timmy squads where suddenly a scavel starts shooting them they all scatter in all directions (laughs) and you can just pick them off one by one and you know their comms are stop shooting me it's not me shooting you (laughs) just stop shooting where are you i'm by the tree i'm near the log you know and they're all just falling over dead and 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 you're just like well that was that was way easier than i thought it would be (laughs)
1: yeah absolutely and then the other thing that you know this game is is punishing about is your callouts. You play with different people. Everybody has something different they call Big Red or Fortress or you know in the mall, yeah. you know all the stores people ah, they panic.
0: Yeah. It's um and we've got a couple of uh, mostly in the OS community. Yeah, a lot of us watch the same streamers. Like we're very lucky that since there's not a lot of players or a lot less players than NA and EU and stuff yeah. like that. Like we've sort of had Similar callouts. yeah, um, I know we've got a couple of uh, uh, demonetizing callouts for for some locations um, yeah. that that I won't mention here, but um and certainly I've had to drop from my vocabulary like uh, just coming onto podcasts like this um you know where i've been doing any of the evasion events and stuff like that i'll be like he's over near the rishala's uh uh, foundation he's over near foundation um (laughs) yeah we get sponsors and stuff to think about these days so i'm trying to clean up my act guys (laughs) now who do you
1: normally roll with if you're rolling a a Uh, or a trio or you know god help you five man
0: yeah, so I normally roll with uh, Cringe underscore O C E, who is one of uh, close friend met through you know Tarkov and PUBG back in the PUBG yeah. days actually, um, and we sort of started playing Tarkov around about the same time. Um, so he's been like my main duo partner. Yeah. Um, I've sort of got a, a a bit of a rotating roster. Like we've got so Cringe is one of the um, one of the BSG Sherpas, one of the green yeah. boys in Tarkov. Um, we've got, uh, afraid who's also one of the, he's, he's a green boy and a purple boy. So he's an emissary and, and the Sherpa coordinator.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then we've also got Lionheart, for example, play with him a lot. So we sort of, that's our four man that we, yeah. that we roll with. Um, but I've got another uh, another bloke as well, Potsy, who's um, another dad from over in WA. So when I can, I get some games in with him as well. So it's uh, it's good. I've got a, I've got a close group of, of Taki people that we've been yeah. pretty pretty tight for like the last couple of years in playing it. So
1: okay, cool. Now, something good. I ask a lot of the guests is what is your all-star squad? So you can put together, you call out their names, they're there. You know, Dr. Disrespect, whoever. Oh. You name it, they're there Ooh. for a couple of runs with you. Who you calling out as your all-star team
0: right well it's got to be it's got to be cringe underscore oce um yeah. and mainly because we have played a lot together and he can decipher my stuck in the moment call outs, and that's really important because often it's been a case of i'll go i'm over blah 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 and the rest of the squad goes "What's are you talking about and cringe goes oh, he's over by blah <laughs> now everybody's on the same page, right? So he's he's definitely got to be there. Um, I think I'd probably stick in like, oh man, like there's so many people, and I think I think these are people that I just want to play with mainly because I can't like Dan Exert, yeah. who's another one of the amazing emissaries. Yeah. Like I'd love to play some games with him. Um, unfortunately, other side of the world ping restrictions just right. just cannot um and i think oh, yeah look i don't know i don't know who to fill the fourth spot with this is a really tough one <laughs> this is a really tough one you've caught me off guard with this like now all to all
1: time yeah. guys who don't even play anymore to you know current ah
0: uh, well um yep no, I, I'm so blank. I'm so blank. I mean, like any, any of the other emissary team would be awesome to play with. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Like, I want to play some games with Nikita. Stick Nikita on the team oh. as well. Um, let's stop. Let's stop out by the woods campfires. Let's stop for some juice time. It's totally fine. Like, and then carry on from there.
1: <laughs> that's a brilliant one. I, nobody said that yet. And that is, that's such a good, good one to have part of your dream team. You know, yeah. just yeah, I like that. That is awesome. So that you you brought up two good things. One is the emissaries and the Sherpa program. That I don't I've you know, I've been playing a long time. Tarkov's really the first community I've jumped into. And those two programs are they are fantastic. So let's talk with the Sherpa program. And if you want to describe what the Sherpa program is.
0: Yeah, definitely. So we spoke about uh, we spoke earlier about the the fresh into the world, little Timmies with these little Timmy legs and like some of those hard things that it is to learn the game. Probably there's no tutorial for this game, right? Like there's a bunch of amazing content creators who put some excellent guides out there. Highly recommend you go and watch some of those if you're thinking of playing Tarkov. Um, but I also highly recommend you get involved in the Sherpa program. So we've got the Sherpa hub discord, for example, and Sherpas are people that will teach you the game. Um, they're not there to pick you up and get you all the loot and stuff through a map, but they will teach you about, you know, player spawns, getting through a map, how to put weapons together, like some of the basics of the game. And these are really, really experienced people. So they're, um, they're volunteers for BSG. Um, they get a green naming game um the, it is a free service like jump into the sherpa hub discord um and and just put your hand up and go hey i am new to this game i have no idea what i'm doing um last raid i took a uh, i took a um, a mosin in and brought four other mosin mags packed with bullets and i couldn't reload um <laughs> help me please <laughs> you know <laughs> um and that's what they're there for right and and they they're all around the world we've got sherpas in pretty well every region um and you'll just you'll pop a ticket in they'll come and help you when uh when they've got a free sec and yep. uh you'll jump into a couple of raids together and they'll they'll teach you some basics you know just to give you that bit of that hand holding to start with and and get you going yeah.
1: yeah and it's neat it's not really just for Timmy's too. you go in there and you pick your play style you pick what maps and it's it's really well put together and actually I just watched um miss dunk who is a sherpa for the first yes. time and just watched her walk this person through a, a whole bunch of different aspects of tarkov and she was very good very methodical and it's like that is that's what a sherpa is
0: yeah definitely and it's you know there's we, we get a lot of people that are like oh i i want to be a sherpa i want to put the application in i want to be a i want to be a green name too in game um and it's a lot more than that like you really need to be like a super thoughtful super patient person just yeah. to like these people through it you know there's a lot of people that just um aren't super comfortable um you know putting their hand up for some help and stuff like that so they're just a really friendly team of people um that as you said miss dunk fantastic she's really she's probably one of the most patient ones out there yeah um and just yeah no just you know there's no dumb questions it's it's all about ask what you can learn what you can and let's just have some fun and let's teach you. How you know how to play it. And yeah. you're right, it's not just for like the fresh timmies as well. Like, you know, let's say you've been playing for I don't know, a couple of hundred hours and there's just some things that you're not getting or that like, you know, I need help with PVP. All right, yeah. cool. Let's go and teach you some stuff, run you through some drills, like teach you about left uh, left peak versus right peak yeah. mechanics in the game and and all of that sort of stuff. It's just brilliant. They they yeah. do an amazing job and honestly, like The communities globally would just be lost without them, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And now the Emissary Program. You're part of the Emissaries. You're the AU representative for the Emissaries. What is the Emissary Program?
0: Right. So the (laughs) Emissary Program is basically, think of it like community manager light, if you will, right? So we've obviously got the community management team for, for BSG. Um, and there are, you know, a global team of of people that that are doing all the community manager stuff, all the community rep stuff. Um, the emissaries are like their eyes and ears in each of the regions all around the world, right? So myself and Afraid, we're the OS emissaries for Australia and New Zealand, um, and basically, like, we listen to feedback from the players, whether that's through our streams, whether that's through the ANZ Discord, which is, you know, going to tick over 6,000 members in the, the coming oh, wow. weeks. Um, you know, whether that's any of the other Australia, New Zealand OAS Discords and things like that. Like, Afraid and I are out there collecting information from all of those sources, things that are regionally specific. You know, there's there's feedback from our region, for example, when um, something that was a massive problem for PUBG with our smaller player base yeah. was every time a new map came out, it would split the queue and then oh. it would split the queue and it would split the queue again. Like, cause you would just be able to select whichever map you wanted. Yeah. And then it would just, or, or every time that splitting the queue just made it so you could never play the maps you wanted to play. It'd take forever to get into games. There wasn't enough players, all of that. Yeah. Um, And so that was something that people in NA, And EU didn't feel, it wasn't relevant to them, but that was really important to us. So it's information like that when I say things that are regionally specific, like, um, again, you know, going back to the, oh, well, why don't we split solos and squad queues, but then have day and night, but then um, we could do like an MMR queue as well, where like the the Chad players play here. And it's against the spirit of Tarkov, but Mm -hmm. again, that regionally specific, important bit of information where we say to the community management, the dev team, it's like, our region wouldn't handle that. Um, you know, the South African communities regions wouldn't handle that. Like we have only the servers we can play on. We can't bring in NA people or EU people to come and fill our server. Like, um, So it's stuff like that that's really important um, for BSG to listen to. Yeah. And they do listen to it. Um, and where the people they get the, that information from. So yeah. it's, well, one of the sources, sorry. there is There's plenty of sources. I know, for example, Nikita... Um, as much as he's on and off active on Reddit, I know he's reading a lot of that. I know he's super active on Twitter nowadays. Like his Twitter debut has been (laughs) probably one of the best I've seen in recent memory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's basically the emissary program. And we do like a, we do like a, a meeting every two weeks, um, where we sort of catch up and talk about some big issues. Um, we, you know, we're messaging each other all day, every day. We've got our own Chats and discords and telegram and all this sort of stuff so it's a really active community of people that are actively watching each of their regions um all volunteers for the betterment of tarkov and and what we love
1: yeah now how did you get involved with that
0: uh so i got involved with that i caught the eye of some other emissaries that were involved with evasion um and i got involved in evasion i jumped in so evasion the um uh, so sigma's uh, esports tournament organization for tarkov um and so i was the oceanic solo season 3 winner um and just just fell in love with the tournaments, fell in love with all the people that ran it and just was yeah. constantly talking to them. And like, listen, I if there's any way I can help out with this stuff, like, let me know. And, um, you know, and, and OS needed a, an emissary at that point. Like we were yeah. looking to to get one in here. Um, we had a couple of the other emissaries that were involved in evasion and they sort of said, hey, look, you know, this guy's really eager. Obviously I'd been involved in, Uh, multiple you know just just present in the community right because i just i think for a while there i was just living and breathing tarkov particularly i started playing january 2020 um a couple of months later we had you know a global pandemic hit suddenly trent couldn't go outside anymore um couldn't see any of his friends so uh that was it man it was it was tarkov and tarkov streams if it wasn't if it wasn't playing Tarkov every night, it was watching a stream, it was chatting with people, it was in discords. Um, so I just became a bit known that way, uh, just yeah. being involved. And, and yeah, just somebody said, hey, like, you should probably look at putting an application in. Cool, did it, and, uh, and got the job. So
1: Excellent. That's there we it. are. <laughs> yeah. So that actually brings up another piece of it, the whole evasion aspect of it. So your first yes. exposure into evasion, or not really exposure, but just was playing in one of their tournaments, correct?
0: Yeah. So, and that was, like I said, that was the, uh, and I won it. Yeah. So that was season three, uh, of the, the solo tournament in, in, for OS. And I, I, there was, look, it was a shits and gigs entry that I put in. Um, I heard, I think I heard Red Ops talking about, or maybe Slush Puppy or someone, um, in one of their streams. And I was like, that sounds really cool. I didn't even know they did tournaments. And then I yeah. watched a few of the previous streams, um, you know, watched some of the VODs the and stuff back. I'm like, okay, cool. I could get behind this, um, put an application in. I'm like, there's no way I'm getting picked for this. Like I had less than a thousand hours in the game. Yeah. Um, it, it, I was like, there's no way. And yeah, I I got in. I got in, and and true to Evasion's form, particularly for those earlier seasons, like they really wanted to give some exposure to new players or people that you know um, hadn't hadn't been super involved in it. Like, let's get some new blood in. Um, And uh, and I was one of those people that came in, and I actually I actually didn't win uh, my qualifier. I was actually knocked out uh, in my first round. I got brought back in as a wild card um, because I was the Yeah, because I was the highest score of the second place runners from each of the heats. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and was able to come back into the final and won it from there. So it was an incredible experience. And like I said, I'm not very PvP focused. Like, I can hold my own in a fight. And there's moments of brilliance where I just go, damn, I'm good at this game. (laughs) And then I'll run out of somewhere and shoot a scav 30 times and he'll kill me by shooting me in the (laughs) arm or something like that, you know, something ridiculous. So I have moments of brilliance where I'm like, yep, I'm awesome. And then I die to the dumbest stuff ever. And I go, I'm absolutely trash at this game, which I think I hope, I hope resonates with a lot of other Tarkov players because we're all like that. Right guys. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah. And I, my strategy going into that tournament was just purely just, we have objectives here that aren't killing. Right. so i can I can be PVE Andy for this, and I can go and collect the bag from dorms I can go and get all of these other items and do all these other objectives and just avoid the big fights I'll use my knowledge right now to avoid yep. it like one of the one of the maps was uh was interchange yeah and everybody's everybody else has run inside of the mall nope I stayed outside on the highway. we pick off some scavs. we get some yep. things out of stashes. It's all good. Yeah, we hear them killing each other in there. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> awesome. We'll just, we'll just go right around the outside and we'll hit the extract. We'll get the extract points and there we go. <laughs> so, and it worked, you know. We uh, made it in the end, so.
1: Now, was that your first yeah. uh, tournament you re- you participated in from a Tarkov standpoint?
0: Yep. First, yep. first Tarkov tournament ever. Um, and... Yeah, it was, it was incredible. And I studied so hard for that. Like I'm talking, I, like I had run sheets of, this is when you go to shoreline, we had to collect, uh, you know, things out of computers and stuff in there. And I'm like, right, where are all the computers? And I would literally have like notepad open on one of my other screens. Yeah. And I'd worked out the optimal route to hit all of the rooms in offline raids in under seven minutes so that I could be in and out of resort before any of the other players were deciding to come in there as well. Yeah. Uh, Again, to avoid that PVP, right? Right. So I was like, I just have to fully optimize this and let's do it. So yeah, no, it was an incredible experience. And I I highly recommend to anyone out there, like get involved in it because it's, it's just, it is the best way to play Tarkov, honestly. And that's that's
1: the one of the <clears throat> one really unique thing about Tarkov is, you know, people say it's not esports, but it is esports. Look at and I like it's just not straight up PvP. It is tactics, it's going after loot. There's so many different aspects of it. That is just, you know, it's it makes it such a fun thing to watch.
0: Yeah. And it's um like the evasion team have done such a brilliant job with putting together these tournaments. Yeah. And it's there's always that balance that we try and find between if everybody was just stash running, well, that's not very interesting to watch, but finding yep. that balance between like map knowledge, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: you know, uh, combat ability um, and just even, you know, like knowledge of where to find items, um, all of that stuff, which I suppose comes down to the map knowledge, but just trying to get that balance between complete PVE gameplay and then PVP. Yeah. It's super hard to do and they've just they've done an amazing job like season yeah. after season, all these new game like game rule sets every time for different maps. Like it's yeah. been an incredible thing to be a part of.
1: Yeah, and, and whether it's you know, solos or trios and then you know with trios, how people are working together. I remember one of the early seasons, like you had you know, some of the bigger names of streamers playing together and they don't play together well. It's like, oh, you know, I thought no. let's put these guys <laughs> together. It's like you watched them, it's like huh all right so they are real you know they they play shitty just like me And yep. they're playing <laughs> with somebody else
0: well that's it and a lot of those a lot of those game types as well like they take some of these guys out of their comfort zones yeah there's a lot of really great streamers and stuff out there and they're excellent at the game and but they play in their comfort zones right yep. and, it, and it provides a really good every now and then they'll they'll jump out of it Um, But there's, you know, playing in your comfort zone, you provide good content. You can still re-chat without, you know, getting distracted and dying. Um, And everybody has a good time. But it's when you're you're in that tournament mindset um, where everything else just just falls away. Like, that's your complete focus. Um, The adrenaline's right up there as well. Like, Uh that's part of the reason why we have battle mods and stuff. Like, originally, battle mods for Evasion were... um, They're the they're the people basically that we have for anybody out there there is not aware. Um, but when you enter one of our tournaments, you have a battle mod, whether you're in a solo a duo, or a trio, um, and you'll have a battle mod there. Who's in the discord call with you the whole time. Um, so you can ask questions. They'll remind you about time and things like that. Um, and originally they were there because we didn't have any automated scoring or anything like that. Yeah. Like they'd be there counting every scab you killed, every item you picked up, um, every, every PMC you killed, they'd be looking in a, you know, a, a rough stream trying to see like, <laughs> oh, did he actually kill him? All right, I'm going to put a mark down now and remember at the end, we have to just verify if we got that kill or not. And, you know, so they excellent at their job for keeping all the scores and everything like that. Um, but keeping our guys like cool, calm and collected, honestly, like, and I remember from my tournament experience, it was, uh, it was certainly a case of, I'm really scared right now. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'd be like Dave, Epic Failure Dave was, uh, was my battle mod. And uh, I'd be like, Dave, what items do I need to get on this map again? And he's like, Trent, oh, you need to get this, this, and this. Okay. Does this count? Well, is that a blah? No. Okay. Then that doesn't count. All right. Or I'll be like, <laughs> I'll kill a scab. And I'm like, Cool. And I'll start picking up stuff. And he's like, why are you picking that up? I'm like, oh, well, you know, it it could be... He's like, but it's not on the list. I'm like, all right, don't worry about it. Let's move on. So, like, just really just keeping the competitors, like, focused on what they're doing. And and it was awesome, right? And nowadays we've got a lot more of, um, uh, particularly, like, with the private servers and stuff, you know, we have an automated scoring thing, but we still get those battle mods there just to triple check those scores keep yeah. our guys all still organized and and it's why it is as smooth as as it is like it, yeah. it might it's definitely i tell you right now it's definitely chaos for everybody involved in it um just because of the amount of moving parts but yeah. it's uh it works as smoothly as it does because of our battle mods and our team which is yeah. uh which is really really cool
1: well, and that's I had uh, Brian on uh, last week, and he was talking about the battle yeah. mods. Like, there's you know, there's an expectation that the battle mods are all at the same level, all very good, so that you know, there's no advantage because you have battle mod X versus battle mod Y. So they have you know levels of of expertise essentially for everybody's at a fair playing field. It doesn't matter which battle mod you get
0: definitely yeah and it's it's made it really hard to um to to pick out battle mods like just in general over time, right like yeah. because you have you have people that apply and it's like maybe your knowledge isn't quite there yet, you know like yeah. if there's some things that they're just unsure of, but um yeah, Brian does an amazing job with with all like all of our battle mods and stuff yeah. um and yeah it's something I've been super thankful of that we've just got such a good team of of people that like they're volunteers yes um you know and like particularly for some of the na and eu events like they're massive events and sometimes we'll have two events in one day yeah we're talking it might be an eight ten hour day for some of these guys and they're there they're they're putting in the hours they're they're scoring everything they're telling the competitors what they can tell them and and it's yeah it's it's an amazing thing
1: yeah one thing I want to just go back on—we were talking about Tarkov, uh, the tournaments, and I, you know this was an yep. invasion one. This was a Twitch Rivals one. It was the one where they had to get one of the tank batteries out, and it was—I yes. don't know if you saw that tur- that tournament. That was because you had three people, you know, offloading the tank battery, and it was just that was intense to get you know watching like two teams getting to the extract at the same time. It was just that's pretty exciting, man, from a, you know an esports standpoint.
0: Yeah, and it's like. I suppose one of the things that I actually love, so that the esports side of it, just that competitive nature from from people coming out and doing this stuff, yeah. it's so good. Like, and it's the right game where you can be competitive. And don't even get me started. Like, Arena is going to be brilliant when it comes to oh, the esports yes. side of Tarkov. Um, and, but that's a whole separate conversation. But yes, um, yeah, Arena is going to be brilliant. But the just that that fully competitive nature, but being able to see. Each point of view. I think that's what really excites me about Tarkov because there's so many times you'll be playing Tarkov, you might be able to see your buddy's perspective, but being able to like see and hear what the other team is thinking or doing at that moment when you've got like players either side of dorms or, you know, either side of resort going did we hear him and then the other players are upstairs they're like hey i think i heard something downstairs you know like let's flank this way let's push this way and and just being able to watch all of those cogs turn over in all the team's heads yeah i love being able to watch both perspectives like it's it's a rare opportunity because you just don't have like we don't have a replay system right so you know you can't be like how did he get here like when did he get here has he been here the whole time when did he see me like all of those questions are answered when you watch one of these tournaments.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, with evasion, what do you do with evasion?
0: So I'm. Uh, I started off just as one of the you know previous season winners and yeah. um and started getting involved in the PR side of it for my region. So, um, I was already an emissary, um, and so it made sense just for me to get involved in terms of just promoting evasion in our region and just helping yeah. out with like the O specific side of things. Um, you know, helping vet some of the players and stuff that we'll bring into some of the tournaments. Um, and then as time went on, uh, I've been involved, I started getting involved in, um, uh, in running some of the tournaments as well. Um, and nowadays I'm part of the, what we call internal affairs, um, which is just the, the main team uh, for yep. evasion. Um, and I run all of the OS events. So, uh, you know, all of our wow. application processes, um picking new battle mods and stuff for the OS region, yeah. um, getting you know competitors involved in the OS tournaments. Um, and then of course, you know, casting and um producing as well the events. Yeah. So oh wow. Um, it's become a pretty full on uh, full on gig now and yeah. I love it. Like yeah. it's so much fun.
1: That's that's what I hear from everybody who's been on the podcast who are some part some in part uh, involved with evasion. I just love it they they can't say enough about sigma and hotel and it's just a very family feeling and, and everybody's just committed to it and, and it's it's so good to hear it's
0: yeah you know they they say if you uh if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life well yeah. um we're volunteers to start with but yeah. um we really do we really love it and it's just it is such they're a good bunch of people to work with yeah. you can have a laugh with them they all support each other yeah. um you know like you'll often have people not only us OS, os guys but like the NA and EU guys getting up at all sorts of crazy times yeah. unpaid with no benefit to them um like in the middle of the night to get up and help with our events and things like yeah. that so like even for the os uh, final for example that just we just finished for the for the solos yeah um like we had hotel on the team getting up at like 4am yeah to produce the event for us um, you know, it's it's 7pm for us. So Toast Rack and, and myself were doing the casting yeah. Um, and Hotel on the team and everybody na was getting up at 4am earlier so that yeah. they could get everything prepped, do all the mic checks, the camera checks, make sure all our competitors are online and everything's happening. Um, and that's a huge ask. 4am on a Sunday to get up. It's like, yeah. there's not many people you'd do that for. And just knowing that the other people on the team will do it at the drop of a hat yeah and that you can back them up with that as well like that's what i mean when i say everybody just works well together and yeah yeah, like they're just a family it's it's a really cool thing excellent so that
1: leads into the next part we talked about how evasions you know the the community of evasion is really tight-knit and whatnot and we extend that into the tarkov community i've you know again this is my first jump into it and i got nothing but great things to say about the, the tarkov community now you've been to other ones with pubg and whatnot how has tarkov rated against other ones Hmm.
0: i think i think it's definitely better than some Mm -hmm. um like don't get me wrong there's every community in every video game has got its bad eggs Mm -hmm. um you know and it yeah that's just life um but i don't know i i'm not sure if it's like that combined or or that um that shared understanding of just being brutally <laughs> just beat up by a video game like yeah. just that shared understanding in a community that all means we all go oh man that's tarkov isn't it and you go yeah yeah and you just understand you know and it brings you together yeah. um <laughs> I, yeah like I, I i i haven't found that in other games um i've yeah. certainly had some really good experience with the PUBG guys and stuff like yeah. um at pax uh in melbourne you know uh, we got together a whole bunch of the PUBG guys and had a whole bunch of beers and it was fantastic yeah. um mm-hmm. we hope to do the same with uh with some of the ostarkov crew um yeah you know which we can do now you know coming yes. towards the end of a global pandemic um but yeah no like just the community's so good they're yeah. awesome like i love being able to talk to them but it's not just regionally like globally the community is awesome. Right. And it's been the same way for NA, EU, yeah. OS, like you can just jump into a Discord and just start chatting with people about Tarkov right. and they're passionate about it. They love it. Yeah. Um and they're happy to talk to you about it. But also not only do the Sherpas like help new players, but heaps of just other people in Discords. Like if you yeah. go into one of those looking for group Discords go, hey, I'm new, I want to just go and do some raids, there'll be somebody in there who goes hey, man, I got to spare a couple hours. Let's go do some raids. Let's, yeah. I'll help you with that quest. You know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um I love it. It's awesome to see.
1: Yeah, definitely. So let's jump over to streaming. So when so you first started streaming PUBG, that was your first
0: yes. go live on Twitch. Do you remember yes. your...
1: What made you do it, first of all?
0: Um... I... <sighs> kind of did it to start with because i finally had an internet connection that had enough upload we don't have very good internets here in australia um so i finally had an (laughs) internet connection that would let me do it um and i'd sort of been a bit fascinated by this whole streaming thing like i wasn't i didn't watch a lot of twitch like i sort of came into watching twitch and streaming on twitch at about the same time i sort of watched a couple of streams and went i play a lot of video games we do talk a lot of shit with the guys we play with. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I wonder if that'd work, you know? Like let's yeah. just let's just see what I can make of it. Um and yeah, like thousands and thousands of hours later, <laughs> um I'm still here doing it. Yeah. Um you know, it's uh it's not paying the mortgage, but it doesn't have to. Like it's just right. been it's been an amazing outlet for me just to meet new people all around the world. Yeah. Um I never would have got involved in any of that. Um, if I wasn't a streamer, I wouldn't have gone and done, done the Tarkov tournaments. I wouldn't have joined the emissary program. I wouldn't have become involved with evasion. Like, um, it's opened a lot of doors for me. Um, just from the, the social aspect. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it was just, it was a shits and geeks thing to start with. Yeah. It's all it ever was. Isn't
1: it funny (laughs) how the, the whole aspect of streaming online is sort of replaced from going out to the pubs and, you know, it's just people are more comfortable staying at home and, You know, doing this, meeting people, your your friends online are closer than some of the IRL friends you have.
0: Yeah, and I think that was really sort of like, especially during pandemic times, like um, being able to just chat with people. Like my Friday, Saturday night when you couldn't go to the pub was streaming and just chatting with people like they were the random people you'd you'd bump into at the pub. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy going out. Um but the convenience of it like you can just you can do it with you know have your slippers on you know yeah. be all nice and warm at home and you can you can do it um like I said I I'm a big video gamer so I was already going to be playing video games yeah if I can also chat with new people at the same time yeah like why not you know
1: yeah absolutely so now, do you remember your first uh, sub or your first visitor that came onto your stream um
0: not really but i would probably say it was either my brother yeah. uh or my cousin it would have been yeah. either one of them and i would have been like hey man i'm live <laughs> yeah come watch me and they would have been like okay cool stream bro i'll be like yeah thanks man maybe i'll get affiliate next month
1: <laughs> That's yeah, a funny we got thing. there you know you know when you start up and he's like all of a sudden you got these people you don't know start chatting to you it's like all right, who do I need to be? What do I say? you know I gotta be you know, yeah. give them a good show and whatnot
0: yeah, and it's it's such an incredibly hard thing to start out with as well, right? like yeah. the those early days of growth, like to go from zero average viewers to one average viewer, like I know it's only one person on average, but to go from there to like two or three viewers is insane and I'm not talking about your mum's iPad out in the living room and <laughs> you know I'll put it on my smart tv as well like but to actually gain those people and then have them come back yeah, like that's super hard and uh, you know like it really went to show especially like I said it was a shits and geeks thing I wonder if it can be done I wonder if I can do it um like the amount of respect I have for content creators that are like any like up there in the 15 20 viewers um 50 viewers 100 viewers like to be able to maintain people coming back after they came to your stream for the first time something made them want to come back um and it's an awesome feeling to have like it's such a humbling thing to go
1: yeah
0: man that's awesome i made their night or day better like they that was entertaining for them we had a laugh they enjoyed it and they came back like that's such an awesome feeling um so yeah like it's it's been really cool
1: yeah. Ah, oh, very cool. What's been the toughest thing about you know
0: going live and streaming? Um, being on. Yeah, and, and and what I mean by that, like it's it's very different to just having a you know having a conversation with a friend like IRL. You don't have to, you don't have to be right. there. You like your eyes don't have to be bright. You don't have to be smiling. You don't have to be energetic the whole time. Like yeah. being on takes a lot of effort um and then having people chatting to you in chat like you can't yeah you can have your like some days you can just have your flat days where you're a little bit flatter than others but at the end of the day putting in that effort to be on so that you are entertaining so that there's a reason for people to come back so there's a reason for people to want to support you and subscribe and and all of that right just to just to be part of that 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 whole journey with you um requires a lot of effort and i think in the early days like i was surprised at how like i'd play video games until 5 a.m normally off stream like no yeah. worries you'd be up with your mates and you'd hear the morning birds <laughs> start outside you go oh, i should probably get to bed soon my wife's gonna kill me um you know but like streaming you you get like three or four hours into it and you go i am just exhausted like yeah. how do people do this for eight hours 12 hours a day and, yeah. and things like that it's it's incredible
1: and now what what has been the highlight from you know going live on stream?
0: Highlights for me, it's just it's been the people I've met along yeah. the way. Um like I I know for a fact I have made a bunch of lifelong friends out of streaming. Yeah. People that I would never have met in the real world. Like there'd be yeah. no reason for our paths to cross ever. Um and just people that I can, you know, depend on just to just even just have a conversation with, you know, yeah. talk to them about stuff that's important to me or, yeah. you know, anything like that. So it's, I think that's been the most important thing for me.
1: Ah, very cool. So now do you do do uh, other content creation on YouTube or TikTok. Have you, you know, dabbled in that space at all?
0: I have, and I constantly want to get back to it. Yeah. Um, I suppose one of the things that, like I'm a, I work full time. Um, yeah. I'm a dad, I've got, you know, evasion stuff, I've got emissary stuff, like I got a bunch of stuff that happens outside of it. I stream when I can as well. Yeah. Um, which is it fluctuates in my life depending on like if I've got sixty hour work weeks and high oh, work yeah. demand, streaming of course suffers because I gotta get some sleep in there somewhere. Um
1: Yeah. <laughs> but fine, you're just playing video games. How hard is it? You're, you're right, out. jeez. <laughs>
0: um it's something that i really want to focus again on um in the in the coming year again yeah. is the youtube side of it i started making a huge effort into it and i was doing it but doing youtube meant that i was streaming less and i really mm-hmm. enjoyed the streaming side of it and like i am a not bad editor yeah. for my own content but i'm a terrible editor because i go oh, i'm not happy with that let me just spend the next four <laughs> hours getting this eight second segment of this video, right? <laughs> yes. um, and then I'll go, cool. All right. Well, that topic is old news now. Uh, it's a week old. Nobody's going to watch it. Uh, let's just scrap that video and we'll work on the next one. Yeah. And then this segment of 12 seconds, let's spend seven or eight hours just trying to, <laughs> get
1: that,
0: get yeah. I need to just go, you know what? It's a 10 minute video people will enjoy it it doesn't need to be perfect so that's my goal is to just let's get content out regularly um but it's really hard and again i admire anybody who like anybody who thinks it's just playing video games streaming it's not like youtube and tiktok and all of those other avenues take so much time like it's it's just phenomenal
1: yeah and also there's also the you know social media platforms that you've got to be in tune with you got to keep up with it's it's just it's, there's so much more that people don't realize
0: definitely yeah and i mean i'm heavily involved in discord and stuff like that i mentioned um the anz uh or the tarkov anz discord earlier we're, we're nearing six thousand members yeah um so i've got a, myself and a small team run that um you know twitter i'm super active on twitter like yeah. i love it as my main platform yeah. um and then tiktok and things as well like it's there's just so much going on to yep. to make sure you're aware of it all
1: yeah absolutely so you said you started out streaming pub g and then you know streaming tarkov obviously what have you found different I mean, when you stream pub g versus when you stream tarkov not and let me let me this def- because okay. you know when when pestily was on i had pest we had him on a recent podcast last year we talked about how he said that tarkov is the perfect game to stream. It's like you have the build up when you're in your stash; you can interact with chat. The loading into another area, you can interact with chat. When you're in the game, yeah, you have small moments, and then when you come out, there's the back with chat. It's almost like a nice, the perfect game to stream.
0: And I, I would completely agree with that. And it was much the same for PUBG, to be honest, as well. Like, yeah. um, you'd have you you drop in from your plane on the map, hot drop. Uh, it'd be really, really busy and you'd win that. And then, cool, let's go and find our next fight. But you might not find the next fight for five or so minutes. You've got plenty of time to chat with chat and you can talk about stuff and we can quickly watch that clip that somebody sent through and go, you know, that's awesome, you know, and then yeah. get back to the game. And um, So there was that sort of similarity with it. Um, so, there, yeah, there hasn't actually been a lot of difference between the two, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, it's it's been very similar for it. and. I suppose that's why I picked Tarkov as my next game I wanted to get heavily involved in yeah. and stream, because it shared that. Um yeah. and because I knew I could stream it quite well. Like I had experimented with a bunch of other games and things, different you know, um tried playing a bit of Halo on stream once, yeah. you know, but it's just non-stop action. Like right. when am I gonna get back to chatting with bob about uh you know what he wanted to talk about and and his question that he had like uh, you never find that gap to do it Mm. um but tarkov is just it's perfect for it yeah
1: ah very cool so now what other content creators uh do you watch you know when you've got you know so much extra time oh
0: (laughs) that's spare time right um Look, I watch, uh, I do watch a bit of Pestilli. Um, I enjoy his streams. They've been, uh, he's been doing a lot more of the latest streams, which has kind of been nice for me. I've been, uh, for my time anyway, I've been able to enjoy those. Um, But I watch, uh, I watch a lot of Critical. He was one of the first people that I started watching uh, streaming. So he's, he's the guy who got me into Tarkov. Um, He doesn't play a lot of Tarkov these days, but um, still a lot of PUBG and stuff. And just, you know, we've, it's one of those things, right? Like, if you're if you've been part like part of a streamer's community for a long time, yeah. it doesn't matter what they're playing. You're not going there for the game they're playing, you're going there yeah. for them and all of your other buddies. It's like it's, yeah. it's literally like catching up with your mates down at the pub. Right. Cool. I'm gonna go and jump in a chat and we'll talk with all the friends. Yeah. Um, but I I try and watch a lot of the OS creators as well. Like used to watch a lot of Voxy during the day, um, a lot of uh, a lot of Red Ops. Um I'm watching a lot of Toast Rack. As yep. well, at the moment, um toastrack is my kind of gamer where he is just so chill, he
1: is, right, he? and it doesn't
0: matter, and he will do everything at his own pace,
1: yeah,
0: um nothing ever phases him, and it's just it's just a good conversation the whole time it's it's very yep. it's very it's very upper class of in terms of um. You know, we're just here to have fun. He's got his martini yeah. off to the side. So <laughs> yes, there's yes. there's honestly there's so many good content creators. I mean Sigma as well. Yeah. Um Ms. Dunk mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um yeah, like there's there's just so many great people to watch.
1: Yeah, it's funny you bring up Toast Rack. You know, he was uh, on a while ago and it's just so nice to talk to somebody closer to my age and you know, fifteen or twenty <laughs> years younger than me, but that's the one thing about, I think the, the nice thing about Tarkov is it's a mature game. You're not getting the yeah. 12, 15-year-old kids playing this game. You've got a mature crowd that's playing with it. And that probably lends to the community why it feels good a lot of the times.
0: I think, yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. And I super appreciate that side of the community, right? Like, because yeah. Toast Rack's been doing a lot of the casting with me for Evasion. Yeah. Um, And it's just, he's just so professional. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you wouldn't be getting that out of a, 15 16 year old coming in and um it's just and he's just such a nice guy like how can you not love someone like that that just comes in does an excellent job um he's so happy to help out and just yeah no he's awesome he's awesome definitely somebody i want to have a martini with at pax
1: (laughs) oh excellent so now when you're you know you're not gaming you're not streaming what are you doing you know being the dad hanging out with the wife yeah what's what's your off you know away from the computer Um, time like
0: I mean, yeah, it's, it's being a dad that's definitely keeping, keeping me, uh, keep me pretty flat out these days. Um, but that will, that will slow down, but, yeah. um, yeah, I, I've been working on a few home automation projects through the house. I love to tinker with like electronics and things like that. Yeah. It just goes to my, uh, my nerdy, uh, side of, side of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, working on some home, home automation stuff um, at the moment. Uh, I'm, my parents don't live too far away. At the moment, we're helping. I've been I've been spending a few nights recently down in his shed. We've got an old um, an old Chevy van that was converted uh, by a, 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 the Tiara Motor Coach Corporation in the U.S. The car then was sent to Japan. It was a president like a, a limo there basically okay. it's an old chevy van camper that's got like limo seating all through it <laughs> and so we've been pulling some of the stuff out of that it then ended up in australia somehow like there's like bugger all of these things around <laughs> um so we've been putting a new head unit and stuff in that so there's a there's an event in australia called the variety bash which yeah. is generally done by the older crowd and they'll just they'll do up an old car of some sort in a theme yeah maybe it's a ghostbusters car a Bluesmobile, or something like yeah. that um so my dad and his mates are going as the a team so this will have the full a team deck out on it um all the vinyls and stuff and uh yeah so we've been just getting that ready oh, cool. for him to go on that event so yeah. um yeah lots of auto elect stuff uh over the past couple of weeks
1: <laughs> excellent all right well hey you survived the podcast the last thing I ask you to do is you got to pick somebody who's going to you know who should come on, who's an interesting story, you've you've dropped some names. Wow. Who, who are you throwing under the bus?
0: Look, I'd like to see somebody from the Sherpa program come on, um, yeah. because they can definitely explain it a lot better than me um, instead of just being the uh, the Timmy Ablers. <laughs> Um I'd love to see, look, either, and they're gonna be buddies of mine. I'd love to see either cringe underscore come on to talk about yeah. some of that Sherpa program or my emissary counterpart afraid as all well right either so, of those guys um because they they're heavily involved in the sherpa cider programs yeah. and they can they can tell you a lot more about it than me um right. and both really interesting people so perfect
1: all <laughs> right we'll get a couple more australia guys on the uh, on the pod that's it Excellent. all right well hey thank you so much Trent. i really appreciate it. that was awesome to meet you
0: thank you for having me on i appreciate it
1: all right Thank <music> you.